Hi, and welcome to the Lone Star Play podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. It's a comprehensive list of Texas restaurants, butcher shops, farmers markets, artisanal shops, anything basically doing, you know, farm to table, organic, artisanal, all natural, uh, any products like that, um, all through the state of Texas. So it's a good directory. You can find any place uh, you can search on there and find any place wherever, depending on where you live in Texas. Uh, it also has recipes and videos and, you know, resources. Uh, also has the podcast and, and other things um, on there. So a blog, you know, all kinds of different stuff, information about Texas and the food industry, the real food industry, if you will. So, all right, let's get started. So uh, basically, we're continuing with the same thing, uh, you know, dealing with um, COVID and the lockdown and, and everything. And so we're just continuing to interview people that are, you know, their businesses are affected by it and what they're doing uh, about it, you know, that sort of thing. So today we're talking, um, we're talking with a representative from a company called Ruckify, okay? And basically, that's a uh, an app and a website that allows you to rent out things that you have so i'll let i'll let uh i'll let him explain it a, a little bit uh better um you know than myself than i'm doing right now but basically you can rent out stuff that you have let's say you have a I don't know, trampoline or something you, you could rent it out to to somebody could come and pick it up and rent it out you just rent it out yourself so that website helps do it and what they've been doing uh because of the of you know the situation globally is um I know they've been like dropping fees and doing stuff, trying to help out, you know, the restaurant industry in particular, but I guess anybody that's really doing this. So, so we're going to um, um, get them in the room right now. So we are going to welcome Andrew O'Brien. Okay. So um, again, he's with a company called Ruckify. Very excited to have him on and let's just chat. Let's do this. Looking Perfect. good. Oh, I like that. I like that background you got. Working. Hey, thank you. I got a 10 by 10 booth to fit in my garage somehow. So. <laughs> it looks good, man. You're in the mountains. Like, wouldn't that be great to actually be there? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be mad. There's none of that happening right now, is there? No. And I'm stuck in my garage with three kids and a pregnant wife. So <laughs> this looks a lot better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That's a, that is a, talk about a full house. You got your hands oh, full. Yeah. Yes, I do. And and your wife as well, right? She's not only carrying one, having to take care of the little ones too. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, doing all the homeschooling, all that stuff, man. It's a crazy time in the world right now. Totally, the homeschooling. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that aspect uh, in my life, so I forget about that. And my nephews. I only have two nephews. I have one brother, and he. They're they're young. They're still four and and five. So they're they're not getting homeschooled. I mean besides like coloring and I don't even know what my brother's doing for him to be honest, <laughs> like Play-Doh and, and I don't even know. And he's trying, and he has to work from home trying to take care of the kids all by himself. Oh right. man. So, yeah. Single dad. Yeah. Nuts, nuts, nuts. So anyway, um, look, um, thank you for coming on, man. I know we've been trying to get this going for, for a couple of weeks. So I'm glad we finally, you know, were able to, to get this down. Um, yesterday you had a busy day going, running a startup, right? You mentioned that. Like running a startup has its, its uh, it pulls you right in every angle. You have to maximize every minute of your time 
you know, to, to the maximum, right? Every email sent, every call made, every, everything you do for a startup, uh, you know, it, in a good way, it, it can have, you know, uh, such a, a good benefit because you're so close to what, what's happening. But at the same time, you know, it definitely wears on you, right? I mean, I'm sure it has to, to wear on you. How long have you been working for, for Ruckify? I've been working for them only since February. So it's yeah. still new to me, but I've yeah. been an entrepreneur for seven years. Yeah. So I, I do business development for Ruckify, which is like being an entrepreneur anyways. Sure. Um, and so it definitely, it, it's a pivot every week. It's trying to make sure we strategize. And I think all businesses are pivoting right now with everything yeah. You have to, right? I mean, there's really no other way. So let's talk about Ruckify a little bit. Just give us a quick brief. I mean, it sort of says it behind you uh, yeah. exactly what it is, but just let's verbalize quickly, you know, what it is, and then we'll move to sort of how you guys pivoted, really. Yeah, so we are the world's largest peer-to-peer rental marketplace to ever exist, and the best way to explain it is we're like Airbnb, but for everything. So not only can you rent out your room or your house for like, like Airbnb does or your garage, if you have extra space that people can store stuff in your garage, you can rent out your lawnmower, your kayak, your camera, your grill, uh, your crock pot, your tables and chairs, your couches. Like you can literally rent out almost anything, right? That's crazy. I can't say exactly anything. Like you can't yeah. run out guns and stuff like that, but <laughs> uh, you can yeah. rent out almost anything on our platform. And yeah. it's peer-to-peer. Yeah. Um, okay, so peer-to-peer meaning you work with each, you work individually with the person. So you're not necessarily going through the app to get it done. I'm talking to Joe Blow from wherever and working out the deal myself with that person. Well, right? it's all That's done it. through the app. Right. Yeah, so I mean through the I, app, but I, but I deal with yeah. the person themselves. Right. 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 Yep. Them. And so they they can if you have instant booking, there's really no communication. They just click book it, and they oh, book your cool. item, and they get it right. Yeah. Uh, and we have like Ruckify Express, where our drivers will pick up the item from the renter and deliver it to the rentee, and then oh, when that's the cool. Done with it, they'll pick it up from the rentee and deliver it back to the renter, and. So there's a lot of cool things that we do. On yeah, that. that is cool. That is cool. I got to, you know, before we move to what, what y'all pivoted to exactly, I, what, what is like, I don't know, do you even know, what's like the weirdest thing anybody's tried to rent on that? On the, on the, on the oh, man, I, like, I don't know if we like have a, a fork weirdest... or something, you know, <laughs> like a gum well, or something stupid. So we had someone try to rent some old school game, card game. I don't even know what it was. Um, <laughs> and, and we had to send a, it's called a broadcast. And we can't, when something's not listed on our platform, we send a broadcast to a Facebook group that we run saying, hey, do you own this? If you do, someone's looking to rent it. Um, but I've seen like weird games, like board games or card games I've never heard of. Uh, someone wanted to rent out like a birthday party, um, like yard decorations, um, all kinds of interesting things. I, yeah, I don't know if yeah. there's a weirdest thing I know of. <laughs> right on. Well, as it grows, um, I'm sure that's going to happen, right? Like that's, that's where my mind goes um, as just a regular person. I think, oh my God, what kind of stuff are people, uh, you know, it's like when eBay started, you know, people were selling, um, I, I, saw, I saw an article once that somebody sold an empty bottle that had a ghost in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I would love to see someone rent that out. They and they bought rent it. Someone ghost. someone sold the bottle for like two hundred dollars to somebody because it had a ghost in it. How hilarious is that? So like, <laughs> maybe somebody will be renting the ghost. You could rent the ghost for a haunted house for the week. Right. You, know, like, you can rent Casper. He's friendly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. Um, you know that that's as as anything grows, you you're always gonna get the weird sort of stuff clinging to it you know as anything gets bigger more more money more problems right as biggie said um it's right. just how it goes um so okay well so how has ruckify sort of handled what's happening and what is sort of the pivot that that you guys have have done with this um it was the curveball for sure yeah, i mean yeah. i think it was a curveball for all businesses big and small yeah. right whether you're a solopreneur or a big corporation i don't think anyone was ready for this uh including heb in austin i mean think about how much they had to pivot with you know being sold out and all that stuff so with us we were gonna do like this big launch we were spending about seven hundred thousand dollars in marketing uh over the next few months like it, that was all of our plan and and we were doing a launch party at ATX Earth Day in April. We were gonna give out like 40 bikes to the city and organizations in the city to support. Um, we have over 70 city buses that were wrapped, radio ads that were supposed to be going. I mean, we had this huge plan and it all came crumbling down, oh. right? Because none of it made sense. And it came crumbling down after we had 70 city buses wrapped. When oh. no one was on the roads anymore to see the yeah. city buses, yeah, so, oh. uh, it's been it's been interesting for sure. And what what we realized is we had to figure out how to pivot. And our pivot, what we ended up doing was focusing more towards organic and and taking care of the community, right? So we've come in and done a lot of nonprofit work. We've helped get technology in the hands of people that needed it uh, through our app, and we covered the cost for it. We cut our fees. So normally we take a cut of every rental. We've completely waived our fees. So we're not taking any cut of the rentals, right? They're keeping 100% because we want to help people who have been oh, wow. unemployed or business owners that have gone down. Like, uh, you know, the UFC gym in South Austin, we like pretty much sold him out of all his items he could rent out uh, within like five days um, on our platform. And so we've taken more of the PR angle, right? get you know get the news to share the message about how we're helping people are coming in and renting from local small businesses to support them or from your everyday server who has that extra paddle board and just lost their job right so yeah. it's like we found a way to pivot into more let's take care of the community and we know the community will take care of us when the time is right sure because it's this whole platform you guys have is built around the community right so it's yeah. like <laughs> it's a no-brainer in a lot of ways that like need to take care of the community because they are actually what will run that platform. And honestly, um, it is a great way right now to get some extra income, you know, because you start looking around the house and go, you know what, I'm not using this. I'm not using that. Maybe someone, you know, can can use this stuff right now. Um, so for sure. And that's great that you guys are waiving the fees. Um, to be honest with you, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, I love this company, man. They They are you know, Canadian based. So that means they're super nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that bias uh, opinion is actually true. I've met Canadians now and I completely believe that they are all just nice people. Um, <laughs> but when all this happened, they weren't like, I mean, if you think about it, uh, there's companies like Instacart, Favor, DoorDash, like all these companies could have easily tripled their prices. Some apps, I'm not going to list them, but some apps did increase or surge their prices. Right. And 
Um, but with ours and like DoorDash, they cut their fees in half for yeah. small restaurants to help yeah. them out. People like us, we waived our fees. You can always tell the, the companies that care about a community based on how do they react to a pandemic or a crisis? Do they capitalize on it or do they support the community? And I love to know that I work for a company that, that supports and doesn't capitalize. That's awesome. That's a good way to, that's a good way to look at it. You're right. When, when a crisis happens, how does that um, business react or, or whatever? It reminds me of, I don't know, you were here during Hurricane Harvey when yes. that happened. So you remember that mattress guy in Houston? Do you remember that story? Yes. Yep. That, that, exact, that's, that's basically what we're saying, right? Like you have, a, you have an opportunity to do something or not. I mean, it's really simple, you know, and that guy stepped up, same sort of deal, you know, gave out mattresses, uh, was just doing everything he possibly could. So I, I 100% agree with you, man. And honestly, like maybe just from the bubble of Austin that, that I'm in, um, I'm seeing a lot of support from all over the place, from all kinds of companies wanting to help. But like you said, there's also a few that are not, uh, you know, sort of, what's the word, like easing, easing, so easing the pain for some people, I guess, as a company when they completely have the resources to do it. And that's, right. that's part, partly what's frustrating. Like, I will call out names, like, for instance, Uber Eats. Like, I can't mm -hmm. stand them. I mean, I'm not a fan. Even when I ran my food truck and catering business and restaurant for five years, I remember when Uber Eats came to town. I remember when all the delivery services came to town because when I started my business, they didn't, that didn't exist. So then everyone came to town at one time and we were all shocked, sticker shock. We we're all shocked by the percentage that they wanted to take from each transaction. Um, and we all, I remember we all tried to band together in the city and like say, we're not going to use it unless you give us a better percentage. And Uber Eats, Uber basically said, well, then screw you. Like they just didn't care. <laughs> Like if they lost everybody, like they, they just didn't care because they were just going to markets and, you know, just coming in and just like a bull in a China shop and you ended up having to use them. Then everyone just sort of got, well, we'll just, it's a marketing thing. You know, let the food go out as a marketing thing. We lose money on it or we break even, but screw it. We'll just let it go out. And then as a customer, you think, oh, I'm paying a something delivery fee and this and that. And it's so expensive. God, the restaurant makes so much money off it. No. None of that goes to the restaurant. <laughs> the delivery fee goes to Uber. It doesn't even right. go to the, to the restaurant itself. Um, you know, and then on top of that, Uber Eats takes like 33% of the transaction, more or less, of each transaction. Wow, I didn't know that. It's crazy, dude. And a restaurant, you know, runs on margins that are so thin, like a crepe, you know, it's just right. like, it's nothing. You're talking, I mean, if you break even in a restaurant, you're happy. If you're just able to pay your bills, you, you, it's a success. It's the honest truth. And that's such a weird, it's a weird thing. But people don't get into the restaurant industry to make money, dog. Like, that's why people buy McDonald's franchises. Th those people want right. to make money. They don't want to serve good food. They're, they're trying to make money. If you open up a restaurant, you care about the food and what you're trying to give people in, in a community. You want to give back to the community. That's the majority of people who open a food business. So, again, they're happy with breaking even, you know, no problem. As long as I can pay staff and, and keep the purveyors and the distributors, you know, off my ass, I can go another week and keep going. And that's the majority of them. And, and what's happening now, you, you have that thin margin, business is cut like that. No wonder so many places are closing, not being able to pivot as well, you know, um, and furloughing their 
their employees, right? I read a crazy stat today, man, that said the Texas Workforce Workforce Commission did in 33 days did two years worth of claims. That is crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's I, in the crazy. first two weeks, I think it was uh, nine over nine million, almost 10 million people filed for unemployment. Uh, in the United States in two weeks. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, right? That's We've always been known as having a good unemployment for for the most part. America is known as the land of opportunities, right? You come Mm -hmm. here to work. This is what you do. Uh, My mom's from Mexico, so I I know that firsthand. A lot of my family has even come over for the same reason, opportunities. I'm going to do this in America, and it exists. If you work hard here, you can make something of yourself. And in some other countries, it's not always that way. I lived in Spain for a while too, and different mentality of what we have in America. They're just a different mentality of, of how they do things. Um, but when I lived in Spain, they had a horrible unemployment, almost up to 50%. This was before the pandemic. It was like from wow. 18 to 26 year olds was like almost 50% unemployment was crazy and it's actually why i left spain because i couldn't find work i literally couldn't even get a job at mcdonald's i, I went to a mcdonald's to get a job i said fuck it i, I have no <laughs> i have no other places to go work right like screw it i'm just gonna go i, I don't even right gonna go. i'm just gonna go apply nothing anywhere i went no jobs available i just thought damn this is crazy not even in america if i wanted a job at mcdonald's i could get a job at mcdonald's you know what i'm saying they're always hiring right uh, but <laughs> yeah but it, it was crazy to see, you know, the way that country ran with the unemployment and, and having what they call el crisis, the crisis, um, and it's still kind of going on. So now I'm seeing it happen here in my own country, you know, and it's people don't know how to handle it here because we're again, we're known as the land of opportunity, land of jobs, land of work, land of, you know, whatever. And, and yeah, I, I think people are. Um, you see the protests happening, right? That's a little embarrassing mm-hmm. for Austin, in my opinion, um, you know, for us, because then people see that across the world. And they, Texas, those idiots, like, no, it's not all of us. It's just, <laughs> it's just like small little group of, of, you know, people that, but, but at the same time, just to play devil's advocate, I can understand people's frustrations. I can understand right. people wanting to get out and do things. I get it, right? Like, I get it. What, what's your take on, on all that, like staying in, going out. What, what do you think about all this? Well, so whenever I saw it, the first thing I heard was the media, and I was, and it was like, Texas is opening back up, and I was like, God, man, we're looking stupid right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but then I, I read more into it, and what we're not opening back up like everybody's going to hang out at bars again, right? What they're doing is like the governor's making it where retail stores can do the same thing restaurants are doing, curbside, you know, pickup and delivery. So it's like. I don't see that as Texas is opening back up, which is going to cause a lot more, you know, virus. I think he's just trying to support businesses to be able to replicate what restaurants are doing. And I understand if a restaurant who gives food that goes in people's mouths can do curbside pickup, why can't a retail store that sells products that doesn't go in anyone's mouth? Yeah. Right. So it's like, I feel like something that you ingest is more dangerous than something that you touch. Um, So like, I feel like eating food from a restaurant is a higher risk than purchasing a paddleboard. Sure. Right? So if we're, if we're allowing that, and I have no problem with restaurants being open, I'm still doing it. Right. I'm still doing DoorDash and, and getting food because I don't want to cook every day. Um, and I want to support restaurants. So if I want to do that with that, I don't see a problem with retail stores doing it. Now, what I don't want to see is like 
you know, and this is not to say anything negative. I don't want to see gyms open back up yet. I don't think that we're there yet. I don't want to see, I mean, schools are closed for the rest of the academic year. They're not opening back up. Um, he did open back up state parks, but how often are you in crowds at state parks, right? You go with your family and you walk a trail or whatever, and you may pass someone, but you're not hugging people. You're not touching yeah. people, not breathing on people. Right? I want to take my family camping. That's not dangerous because I'm keeping more than six feet social distancing from the next campsite over. So it's just, I don't think it's as bad as everybody says. I do think we need to be cautious. And I'm more cautious because I have a baby due in three weeks. So I'm not oh, going wow. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and that's just my family. Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, honestly, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. It's, um, you know, again, we, we eventually have to get things open. I mean, there's just no question about it, right? Like, we eventually have to get there. We have to take the right steps. There's just a lot of information from all over from both sides, right? You get information. It's hard to know what's, what to believe and, and what's going on. I trust the science, me personally. Um, I just trust people that are experts in what they do. That, that's, how I've yeah. lived, that's how I've lived my life. It's just how it is. You know, are you going to be wrong sometimes? Of course, but you will be more wrong if you just trust your neighbor, Joe, who all of a sudden is a, you know, a virologist that knows everything about viruses and you're like okay where did you you know what do you know um it's like oh well, I, maybe i shouldn't listen to the doctors but you know my old high school buddy he knows everything you know it's like <laughs> you know it, it, you definitely have to be careful with the information you get and what you do with it you know i think if we all just at least take the mindset of let's do everything cautiously then I think we can't go wrong. If we're going to reopen, let's right. do it cautiously. If we're going to stay at home, let's cautious, right? Everything just very cautious and in steps. You know, the, mm -hmm. we, we shut everything down in one full swoop for the most part, but we can't open it up that way. We, we have to, in my opinion, you know, we've got to sort of, you know, like you said, let the retail shops open and do some curbside uh, sales to go. I, I honestly, I'm with you. I see zero problem with that. Um, if we can eat stuff, why can't you, like you said, go pick up a paddle board or you need batteries or I, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is you're, you're going to get. Um, absolutely. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, to be honest with you, but we're going to have to do something at some point. I mean, I know restaurant again, I'm in a bubble of restaurants. It's just my bubble. My life mm -hmm. is the restaurant industry and we're crippled. I've never seen my industry like this. I mean, not even close. No one, right? I mean, this is, I could say that all day long. No one saw this coming. And for any industry, it's definitely affecting them. Um, you know, just like your y'all's company, you know, you guys had, I've heard this story so many times, you know, doing all this research for the podcast. There's so many companies like y'all's as well, ready to do this big launch and we're ready to get going. And then boom, just the rug pulled out you know, from underneath you. And I'm glad you guys have been able to pivot and, and give back to the community and do some stuff. What, what are some, what are, so, I've seen a lot of stuff that you've been posting and stuff. So I, I don't want to, I'll let you give the specifics, but what are some of the uh, places that you guys are joining with and, and doing work with and stuff? Yes. Yeah, so we've partnered with Austin Freenet, which is an amazing nonprofit organization here in Austin. And what they're doing is helping get technology in the hands of students that don't have it, right? Austin ISD stepped up and got 24,000 laptops uh, to, to kids in need, right? But wow. Austin ISD is over 80,000 students, right? They are able to get 24,000, which I think is absolutely amazing, but yeah. there's still about 15,000 more needed. 
right now, right? 15,000 more kids without technology right now that need it. Uh, and so what we did, what we did is partner with them and we told people, hey, you know, lend your computer. You don't have to donate it. You can lend it through Ruckify. We cover it under insurance. We pick it up. We deliver it. It literally costs you nothing. It costs the person borrowing it from you nothing. And if it gets damaged or if it goes missing, we have insurance that covers the cost of it. So it's like, why not help your community, right? I've got an extra iPad, but I use it for booths. I plan on doing booths again at some point. But until then, I'm not using that iPad. Why wouldn't I lend that to a family in need that doesn't have technologies so that their kid can still learn and, and interact and you know do FaceTime or whatever it is. They can still be with their friends without being with their friends. Uh, so that's one thing. We've partnered with gyms to help them rent out their fitness equipment, which has helped a lot of gyms in a big way, right? And it's not replacing their income by any means, right? They don't have enough equipment to rent out to replace gym memberships, uh, but it's helping. Uh, and, and it's just, there's all kinds of ways. And in Austin, we've grown since the pandemic, we've grown 204% uh, in Austin since all this took over. And remember that 204% doesn't mean our revenue, uh, our profits have increased. We're not taking a profit. We're not yeah. profiting anything, but our signups have increased yeah. 204%. Right on. That's awesome. Um, the, um, uh, what about if somebody has, just going back to the, fir the first thing you said about the schools and, and the computers and that sort of thing, what if somebody has a laptop or a computer that's like the screen's broke or something's wrong, but they still want to, is there any sort of anybody fixing anything or anything like that to get it or, or should somebody get it fixed first and then, like for instance, I have, a, I have an iPad that works fine, but the screen is broke, but I'd be happy to give it away to be honest with you but I don't know where I would even go get the screen fixed right now. Yeah, see, we don't have anyone able to do refurbishing, so we're asking for stuff that isn't broken. Yeah, um, right on. For, for I mean, it makes sense, of course. We're just so, so close, right? Yeah. School's over in like five weeks, and so yeah. we're just trying to get the best technology to these kids before school ends because once school is over, everybody gets their tech back that lent it. If they yeah. just donate, right, that, that goes to families in need. I think if you can donate, definitely do. But um, if you just want to lend, right, we just have to have things that are working well and because we're, we're bringing it back after the school year. Sure, sure. Right on. Well, damn it. I wish that iPad wasn't broken, man. I would totally give it away. <laughs> it's just sitting here. I don't even know what I'm doing with it. I've had it for a couple of years. It fell off the food truck one, one afternoon and just shattered. It's like, fuck. That thing lasted me years, too. <laughs> years. It lasted. iPads are no joke, man. iPads are great things. Like that thing fell a million times. It was bumped and thrown and, and it did. And this one day it fell and this must have hit the right you know, angle and it the right just, way. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It hit the right way. And it just literally like, like a car uh, window that gets hit and it, it, it does the, the glass pattern or whatever, the diamond pattern. That's what, yeah. to, you know what I'm talking about? The, the breakaway, the free glass or whatever. Um, okay. Well, man, that's, it's really cool. What, what you guys are doing to be honest with you. And it really is a cool um, app and an idea, right? I mean, who doesn't have stuff at their house that they want to, send out what I think is really cool too is that you guys work with businesses and individuals so I like the fact that a gym can get on there and rent out some of their stuff or whatever it may be whatever business maybe a salon wants to rent out some chairs so people can do some haircuts at home or I don't know whatever you know you see you see the marketplace and, and know what what people are renting out there um, 
which is great. Is there anything that people aren't allowed to rent out, like guns maybe? Are there stuff that people yeah. can't? Yeah, no guns. Um, you know, there's specific things that we can't cover under insurance if you use our insurance because we have insurance that covers items up to $50,000 in value and wow. it covers theft and damage. So people wow. rent out their boats on Ruckify, their jet skis, their, oh, shit. you know, okay. all kinds of stuff because if it's less than $50,000, our insurance covers it. Um, but there are specific things our insurance can't cover. Uh, we aren't at the p part where we can do cars yet, but we're working with the insurance so you can rent out cars on the app. That um, would be cool. Yeah, and we are doing, we do uh, RVs in Canada. We're working on that in the US to get the insurance on that. Obviously, it's not a priority right now yeah. with everything else going on. Um, but we don't cover insurance like with child toys or car seats, things like that. You can rent out whatever you want on that side. We just can't cover it under insurance because when it comes to children, there's just too much of a risk of someone being injured on that. Um, no knives, no weapons of any kind, no guns, right? No bow and arrows. Like there's just specific things that are dangerous that it's nothing about our belief system or it's just sure. we have to protect the company yeah. of liability, right? Makes so it's sense. just specific things. Yeah. Really, if you think about it, if it's not sold at stores, like normal stores, probably won't be able to rent it out. Uh, if you have to go to a specialty shop like gun shops or archery shops or Cabela's uh, to get specific weapons or things like that, or hygiene, right? Can't rent out your used toothbrush. I only say these <laughs> things because I've been asked these questions. Totally, um, totally. That's what yeah. I was saying. See, that's weird. That's a weird item. If somebody was like, you can rent my used toothbrush. Like, get the <laughs> hell out of here. Are you crazy? <laughs> no used, probably wouldn't rent out used underwear. Yeah. Um, no, no adult toys. I've been asked that one too. No oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the I've, world I've we live in, right? Yeah. Well, that's the world we live in, dog. That's, that's a huge yeah. industry that nobody talks about, but it's a bi billion and billion and billion dollar industry. So it would make sense that people would want to, um, I guess it would, I guess it makes sense. You'd want to rent that. I don't know. I guess maybe, <laughs> you know, like a swing or I don't even know sex stuff. I don't use any of that sort of stuff, but you know what I mean? Something like that. But I can't imagine something that's, you know, on a person, like I would not want to be, <laughs> God, that's so, that's so weird. Yeah. The car thing would be really cool though. The yeah. car, being able to rent out your car would be a great idea. Um, yeah. And you can still do that on our app. I mean, they, we're not going to stop cover it. doing it. It's just, we can't cover it. Yeah, under totally. It. Totally. Well, that's, that makes sense. Um, I wonder maybe if your own insurance could cover it because they do have, awesome. right? Like you can have where you have, other driver let's say you let someone borrow your car and they go wreck it you, you can get that covered right i mean it doesn't it could still cover your your car so um you know that's a good question when, when you i guess you do get insured as a driver and your car gets insured together it's like some brought together thing i don't really know how that works to be honest yeah me either and i don't want to give anything that's wrong either so no no I no no idea i'd have that no, no, not at all. Talk to your insurance agent. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, call, call your insurance provider and ask them um, if that's possible. Um, of course, absolutely. Anything that you're going to put on y'all's thing, I guess you would want to make sure. I mean, to an extent, it's probably some stuff people don't care if, it's, if they get it back in a good condition or not. But other stuff, yeah, it's, it's probably part of the family or 
they really like it or whatever it could be. It is really cool, man. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's just, you could anything, anything and everything, right? Just, is it broken down into categories, that sort of thing? Is there like a featured list? Can, can you do that? Can you like pay a little bit more and maybe get your, your item featured or something like that? Yeah, so there's no way, to, it's not pay to play. So it's more, what we're working towards is more of like a review uh, process where it's like whoever has the most reviews, a positive review shows up first, kind of like Airbnb, Got right? It. Okay. So, because you, you can review uh, based on the rental yeah. uh, and you can review people that you rent from. So, and you can review the people that rent from you, right? Yeah. So it's a review process. Um, as far as categories, we have 23 categories, over 300 subcategories. Um, so literally everything, right? Um, and we do organize that there is featured, but the featured ones are more about who's getting rented from the most. Like what are the hottest items we have trending items. So like when you download the app, it tells you what are the hottest trending items right now. So if you wanted to, right, you'd go out and buy stuff to rent. What I did when this, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I built a little side hustle myself. So I went on to Facebook marketplace fitness rentals are crazy right now we didn't have enough gyms on our platform to keep up with the demand of fitness rentals so i went on and i spent about eight nine hundred dollars on used fitness equipment on facebook marketplace from various people had it all delivered to my house i sanitized it all i started my ruckify store rented it all out within five days and I made $500 my first month. So by next month, I'll be, in, I'll be profiting yeah. on my investment, right? And it's like, I bought a, a, one treadmill for $60, rented it out for $75 a month for six months. I bought another treadmill for $150, rented that treadmill out for $150 for one month. So it's like, some people will buy just to create a rental business, right? They'll that's go smart. Yeah, that's goals. smart. I mean, that's, that's smart. There's nothing wrong with that. That's smart. That's honestly probably what you guys want is Ruckify, right? You want people right. doing anything and everything. Um, l- let me ask you this. I got a few questions. One is, is there a minimum amount of time or maximum amount of time you can rent something? And two, um, is there a minimum or maximum amount that has to be charged or anything? So there's no min- the minimum amount is $1. Um, the minimum time is one, one hour. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's a maximum time. I don't believe there is. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I, but you can do one that, hour. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That yeah, is cool. Sometimes maybe, maybe you need to rent a lawnmower and you can, you have, there's a guy a block away that will rent it to you. You don't want to rent it for an entire day. You just need it for a couple hours, right? Yeah. So you can pay for two or three hours to rent it from them. So, um, you know, the, the ability to do as, as little or as much as possible is there for sure. Dude, I'm already, I have a, I have a uh, boxing bag with a, a, a stand and everything. I mean, it's nice and everything. I never use that thing. You think I could rent that on the, on Ruckify? You think somebody would want to rent that? Oh, for sure. And what I do, so I always tell people like, you can list whatever you want on the platform. And the best thing we've interviewed people, right? And they, they said, I put that up on the platform six months later, someone rented it, right? So sometimes what we call it is it's just patient inventory because yeah. it's in your house anyway. So totally. what does it hurt to have it on the platform? 100%, anyway. 100%. But outside of that, I take more of the proactive approach as someone that's more entrepreneurial minded because I have my own store on Ruckify. Yes, I am an employee of Ruckify, but I use it as a side hustle too. Uh, my, right now, my Ruckify store pays for my 2016 Yukon Denali. 
right? That's so awesome. now I don't have to make my car payment. It pays That's for awesome. my car. Um, and so what, what I do is I'm proactive. So I don't just put it on the platform and wait for someone to rent. I put it on the platform and then I go do a post on Facebook Marketplace and I say, hey, I'm renting out my treadmill. Get in touch if you want to rent it. They hit me up. We come to an arrangement on over Facebook. I send them to Ruckify. They rent it from me. So instead of waiting for someone on the app to find it, I promote it myself. And posting on Facebook Marketplace is free, right? So if you did that with your boxing bag, yeah. listed on Facebook Marketplace as for rent, uh, and then they get in touch with you, you haggle the deal with them. Hey, if you rent it for six months, I'll drop the price. And then now you've got recurring revenue coming in. Every yeah, month. that's smart. The, the, like you did the treadmill for six months for 70. That's smart. That's a good way to do it. I'll drop the price a little bit because, yeah, you, you get people for a longer bit of time, which just benefits everybody, you and them. Um, right. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good, um, that's a good strategy. I'm, I think I'm going to do that. I mean, why not? I literally have thrown two punches at that thing in like three years. Like, it's <laughs> like, it's point like, and every, I swear to God, like every couple of weeks, like, I swear I'm going to get on that bag next week. I'm going to start no pro. I mean, it's happening and it never, ha- <laughs> and it never happens. I mean, years go by and never happens. Um, I, you know, before what, what I miss most is I climb. Um, so I go to like Crux. It's over here off South Congress. Um, that's what I miss the most right now is not being right. able to climb. Um, I, I can't, I didn't realize how much I would miss it, but I'm like fiending for it. Like my body <laughs> is hurting, not having that, doing that, you know, cause I would go for a few hours, like four times a week. That's a big part of my week and it's gone. Um, right. So that has affected me, uh, immensely to not have that sort of, cause I don't really like running or jogging or even really hitting a boxing bag i mean it's okay for a little bit i guess but i i don't know i, I like a challenge that's why i like climbing because there's, there's a challenge aspect to it and you get a workout into it as well so yeah i gotta find something else man or i'm gonna be climbing my walls i don't know maybe i'm gonna put like maybe i'll build a little climbing thing uh there you go <laughs> here, here at the house you know what i'm gonna do check ruckify to see if there's any sort of climbing they do make little climbing uh, walls like par- partial things like six foot grabs and things like that. Maybe somebody's renting something like that out or I can make something and rent it out on there for other climbers who are just like me, literally dying at home, not being able to climb. I mean, it's well, what, what you can also do is if it's not listed on there, we have what's called the concierge team. So if you are looking for something and say, like, Oh man, it's not listed on Ruckify. You submit a request to the team, they'll go find it for you and they will find someone and get them to rent it to you, even if they're not on our platform yet. Wow. So we have a whole dedicated to doing just that, where their job is to take these requests for like things that they can't find on Ruckify, go find someone that has it and get them to rent it out to our users. That is really cool. That is a really cool feature. That is super cool feature, to be honest with you. Man, the, Ruckify is sounding more and more awesome as we speak, to be honest <laughs> with you, dude. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a really cool uh, app and an idea. I can't believe it hasn't been around, to be honest with you, right? Like, I guess maybe it's been around in all these weird little things, and you guys have managed to bring it all together into one place to make it easy for people. Well, let me ask you this. The name throws me off a little bit. What does that ruckify? What does that mean? So Rook is a German word for like to share or to give, right? And so we're all about sharing. And so we took the, the term Rook and then added if I, because everything is if I, right? Yeah. Shopify, 
all that yeah. stuff. So it's like take that 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 root word rook and add the fi, and we're not gonna call it rook fi, right? We're just gonna call it what it <laughs> sounds like. We call it rockify. Yeah. Um, and at first it was named something else, but my CEO, his daughter, was like, "That's that's stupid. You need to name it something else." <laughs> and so she just came up. He, he came up with it and he, the new name, he loved it. And the brand, he, he just loved the whole concept. So he yeah. went with that instead. I like it. That's cool to hear the, the name behind it. Uh, you know, the, the story behind it. Um, I, I like it. I like when sort of new words get invented for a company. I like that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't mind that. I don't like, I never knew what Google was. Isn't that an actual word? You know, <laughs> I think, I think it's an actual word. I don't think they just made it up. I think it means something. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's always, uh, I was curious about that, what that, what that meant. Uh, cause I couldn't figure it out. It was killing me. I was like, what the hell does this right. mean? Uh, <laughs> how, how does this mean rent to rent? I just didn't get it. Uh, but that makes total sense to share. And that's exactly, um, you know what it is. What, what's y'all's, I mean, I'm sure it's probably hard to tell, but what's y'all's goal for the rest of the year here for the rest of 2020? Well, right now we're striving and thriving as much as we can in the pandemic to help everybody, right? Eventually we do have to make money again. So I always like to make it clear, like, yes, we waived our fees while the pandemic is going on to help everybody out. But we have to keep in mind that we are still a business. And at some point we do have to turn that button back on so we can continue to help more people uh, in times of crisis uh, and, and just survive as a business, right? We yeah. have people's livelihoods depend on this business surviving. Um, and what we want to do is is to continue to make it through this, and we still we want to go public in the fall. That okay. is our goal: is uh, get listed on Nasdaq in the fall. Um, wow. Hopefully, you know things are covered by then. But we're trying to. I mean, this is only the tip of the iceberg. Right now, we're big in Ottawa, Canada. Austin is our launch market. The reason we've grown so much in Austin is because it's our it's the city we're using to take us public. Um, so Why we Austin? Have to show what was it? Yeah. What was it about Austin? Um, two reasons. One, Austin is extremely environmentally friendly, and Ruckify is very much about the environment, right? If we get people to buy less and rent more, we decrease our carbon footprint. Uh, we're we're using less natural resources, right? Okay. If we stop producing so much stuff and start sharing, like you said, that boxing bag that's been sitting in your house that you've used a few times and still is there. Uh, how many people have that? Right, or that lawnmower that you use twice a month, uh, and then the other 28 days just sits in the garage. Like, why do we all own a ladder that we use once a year or twice a year? Once to put up the Christmas lights and once to take them down. Like, yeah. outside of that, how many times do you really use that 30 foot ladder or sure. whatever? Right. So it's like um, the the environment is big. Austin has a zero waste initiative, uh, and then the second part is tech. Right. Austin is a very millennial city. It's very tech friendly. Um, it's just, it's a tech hub. So getting most people around here that have Airbnb on their phone, they have Turo, they have, uh, Uber or Lyft, right? They, they have DoorDash, they have those apps, they have favor, uh, on their phone. So it's like Ruckify is not a new concept to them, right? It's different, but it's not new. Like it's not hard, uh, to convert people into believing in Ruckify if they already have all those other apps on their phone. Yeah, that makes a that makes total sense. To be honest with you, yeah, I like the idea about the environmental. I, I didn't really think about that angle, but you're right. We we do have a lot of stuff at our at our homes that you're right get very minimal use, and the rest of the time it is just sitting there. 
you know, not doing so, anything. You're right. You're hundred percent. Cool, cool number on that. They, my team's done market research. 80% of the things we own, we only use 20% of the time, right? So <laughs> it's crazy. That and is the horrible. household has over 200,000 items inside of it, right? Because if you think about it, I mean, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how many items are just sitting behind you on that back, um, behind you, right? There's yeah. like what? And items right there so it's yeah. like oh, think yeah, about point. how many items really i mean i probably have two hundred thousand in my freaking garage right yeah. <laughs> so it's like the yeah my garage too items. that's yeah. crazy that's crazy man um yeah it's i mean you're right there's really it's a plus plus for everybody this this thing what this is this is what i like about apps like like ruckify is that it allows me to work with my fellow person in the community and y'all are basically like monitoring and providing the platform and being a middle person and helping out and covering it. I love that. I love platforms like that because it puts me in charge of my own thing with, but I feel like there's some protection above me. I feel I've got support, you know, and that's great, man, because it, it is kind of scary. Dude, there's so many people that have things at their house that they would love to rent out. I mean, I'm sure as more and more people find out about this, they're going to be like, hell yeah, I got this. I got a chainsaw I don't even use. I got this. I got a whatever. Like, can I rent out my daughter? She don't do nothing. You know, like, I'm sure somebody's going to want to, like, rent out a human being. Like, <laughs> I've heard that one already. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. That sounds like a Texas joke uh, that, that we made. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I made it. Well, it's that, funny. <laughs> yeah. You, you talk about security, right? And I mean, the biggest concern we always hear is what if something gets broken or stolen? Well, we've got insurance, right? So we yeah. can cover that. Insurance is optional, right? And, but we have that. So it covers that. And then someone was like, well, I mean, if you think about it, the last time you posted anything on Craigslist, how many spam emails did you get? Like, 100%. hey, I, I'm currently out of town, but I can do it through PayPal. All I need is your routing number, or account <laughs> number, your, your firstborn son. And, you know, it's like, but on our app, it's not like Craigslist, right? They, you have to go through a security background check before you get on our app. It's a three-step verification process. And what we check for is fraud and criminal history. 6% of people that try to sign up for Ruckify are denied due to fraud wow. or criminal history, right? So we make sure that just like you're comfortable getting in that Uber or that Lyft or staying at that Airbnb, we want you comfortable with doing business with the people that you're interacting with on the app. So no one sees 100%. your address until you've finalized the transaction and yeah. then they see your address, right? Yeah. Outside of that, it's not like we make it public and it's a very secure platform. That, that was a huge focus of ours too. Absolutely. We don't want a documentary about someone doing business on Ruckify like they made on Craigslist, right? We, that's what we don't want happening. Yes, yes. Well, Craigslist is so, you know, I, I, could, I, I would compare it to like open source code. It's just like, you know what I mean? They haven't even changed the design of the site in ever. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, white background, blue lettering, and P, it's scam. I mean, Craigslist now is 90% scams. It's just 90% mm -hmm. BS. It's kind of lame to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think I've looked at Craigslist in a long time because it's just, it's lame. It's not, it, it just doesn't provide what it used to provide. It got, it got diluted and safety became an issue, you know, and mm. spamming, just like you said, spamming like crazy. Um, that's a good thing to know that there's a process to get on to Ruckify. And if you're, it, you can pretty much trust this, the person you're renting from for the most part, obviously check the reviews. That's going to help you decide 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's a good, definitely a good system and a good way to, to go about it. That would make me feel more comfortable, um, you know, wanting to rent something or either, either going to pick up something or having people come over my home to pick something up, you know, either way, I right. want to feel, you know, that that's a secure thing. So yeah, that's really cool, man. That's, that's really cool. I'm glad you guys are, you know, I'm really glad you guys are, you know, doing well as best as you can. I'm at least glad to hear that signups are up. Um, and yes, eventually you guys have to make money. You're, you are a business. Uh, there's no question about that. And I know people that are using it understand that too. I mean, nobody, you know, it can't, it can't be free. Um, you know, you guys do have to make some money. That is cool that you guys are doing what you can right now for the community um, to help. When, when are you guys thinking about bringing the prices back? Like June maybe? So we don't know. Yeah, it's probably going to be end of May, June time frame uh, is an estimate right now, not for sure. Um, but, you know, we're, we've always been free to sign up and list. Like we don't yeah. have membership or subscription fees or anything. The only time we take a cut is when there's a rental, right? Yeah. And it's a very small cut. I can promise you it is not Uber's cut yeah. <laughs> at yeah. all. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that when you shared that. That's a huge number. We don't it's take crazy. that cut, right? It's a yeah. very small percentage um, because we're more focused. We're not focused on profit right now. What we're focused on is, is building relationships with the community, showing people how much Rockify can support and help and, and getting people aware of who we are, right? And we are always going to be that grassrooted focused company. But to yeah. answer your question, probably end of May, June, we'll be opening up uh, our fees again. Uh, again, it's free to sign up and list, but we do take a cut of rentals when they come through. Yeah. Um, well, look, man, um, you know, for, for everybody listening and watching, like if you're trying to make some extra cash, this is a great way to do it. Um, you know, I'm specifically going to speak to service industry folk because that's what, you know, what I do and where I've been and that's my life. So, you know, I know especially a lot of service industry people could use this service for sure. They, I'm sure they got stuff at their home and everybody's looking for a way to, to make some extra, you know, income. Um, just like you said, a little side hustle takes a bill away. Maybe I don't have to pay this bill for the month cause I've got this going. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, look, um, Andrew, I really, if there's nothing else that, that you want to say, um, you know, I just want to thank you for, for coming on, man, and talking about this stuff and opening up and, you know, taking time out of your busy day. I know you guys are super slammed with everything. So I do appreciate you, uh, taking the time to, to talk to us and, and let us know what you got going on. Um, it's an awesome app that you guys have. Honestly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan now. I'm definitely going to sign up and see if I can get my, uh, boxing bag rented out. Why not? Just sitting there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. That's really the mentality people can have with the app. Why not? Throw it up. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. It doesn't Sign hurt up. Anything. It doesn't hurt. Sign up. Like you said, six months down the road, you forget about it. It's, it's literally going to sit there for six months anyway. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I might as well throw it up and maybe somebody wants to rent it for 50 bucks a month. And one, it's out of my hair and I'm getting money for it. Pwah. I mean, that's a win-win in, in anybody's book. So, yeah, man, really cool what you guys are doing with the fees and helping out. Um, just can't thank you enough, man, just because this community needs it and we all need it. So it's really cool that you guys are doing that as a company. Um, it, it really is. It's really cool. I appreciate that. And just so everybody knows that listens, um, is we're doing a webinar. Uh, we do it every Tuesday. 
and so we do it at 12 p.m. Central or 7 p.m. Central. It's live. Uh, I do the webinars and I answer questions. I interact with everybody. So if you want to learn how to better use Ruckify, how the app works, all that stuff. Again, this webinar isn't a salesy webinar. It's an educational one. I'm going to show totally. you how to use Ruckify to make money. Uh, you know, it, it's no fees. I'm not selling you into anything because it's free to sign up, free to listen. We're not taking a cut right now. So yeah, uh, yeah. They, they can find that on ruckify.com. If you just go to the website, there's the webinar banner. Just find that, register for it, and I'll give you tips and tricks. I mean, I, I'm not joking. I really did just start my Ruckify store, and now it's paying my car payment. It's awesome. I'm not saying it's making me a millionaire. Right? I, I don't plan for it to make, a million, make me a millionaire, but my car payment is my second most expensive payment besides my mortgage. Yeah. Right? So if I can take my second most important bill and cover it with some rental equipment being rented out, I mean, that makes me happy, right? That extra five, no six bucks a month helps me out a lot. So. It's a no-brainer. Plus, it's not like you had to get another job and work hours and be away from your family to have that paid. Right. So no. it's just, it's, you're sitting there and the money's coming in. Yeah. You literally have to do mm -hmm. zero, zero for it. So yeah, most people's car payment is that it's their second. You're not alone. That's, that's most people's, you know, uh, situation. So yeah, man, super awesome. Um, definitely guys check out Ruckify. It, it's really, really cool. What you guys are doing. Um, yeah, man, super cool. Andrew, again, thank you for taking the time, man. I hope, um, Hope you're on quarantine okay. Hope lockdown's going okay. Don't not going too crazy. Don't forget to take time for yourself. Uh, tell that to everybody because we all get lost in what's happening. And and don't forget to take time for yourself. And you know, just a moment with your family as well. To to you know, not not be with all the madness. I'm sure it's t it's got to be tough with kids. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I've got two it's dogs. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got two dogs, and that drives me nuts. So right. I, I can't even imagine like. Uh, kids, it would be even, they talk. So that's even worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad my, my dogs don't talk. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, man, thank you so much again for coming on and, um, yeah, man, if there's anything else you want to, you want to close out with or anything else you wanted to tell people? No, that's it. I appreciate you inviting me onto the show, onto the show. Thank you so much. Absolutely, dude. Okay, brother. Well, again, stay safe, stay clean, wash those hands. <laughs> All right. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. All right, guys. Hope you really enjoyed that episode with Andrew. Great company, Ruckify. Make sure to check them out, ruckify.com. You can look for the app on uh, iOS and Android devices as well. Um, and don't forget, want to learn more about the podcast, go to thelonestarplate.com. Uh, you can also find us on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. You can even tell Alexa to play the Lone Star Plate podcast, and she will. So that's pretty cool. And you can find us on YouTube as we film this in video as well. So um, uh, on Texas Real Food. So excellent. So, but again, if you just go to our website, thelonestarplate.com, you'll find everything. You need. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time.